Well, hello and welcome to The Two Tones. You can hear the smiles in our voices already. I'm Tony Moclair and joining me as always, Tony DeBolfo. Oh, happy day, Tony. Wasn't it magnificent? Crikey. Um, This is episode 24, round 20. As always, we'll check in with uh, great players of that particular number. You cannot go past and what a game he had in a certain preliminary final in 1999. Doggy! (laughs) The old dog brown, Fraser Brown. What a player he was, Tony, and... um, I uh, had the great pleasure of speaking to Doc Brown about that game and he still uh, articulates with um, wonderment uh, that victory against all odds yeah. on the day that um, uh, Brax nutted Jeff Kennett. Yes, the, uh, it, was, State election. it was an incredible day. But he, I remember him saying about that tackle on Dean Wallace yeah. that, he, that he actually knew he'd seen Dean Wallace veer to the right uh, oh. previously to evade a tackle and he said, when, when Wallace took possession of the ball, he said, I knew which way he was going to oh. go. And, I mean, that, that, is, that is magnificent foresight, isn't it? And um, great thinking from the dog who, um, you know, I can remember so often, Tone, uh, through the 90s when we were flying and, um, you know, you'd, you'd be out celebrating with the players in Carlton Town, Tone. It was yeah. on you know, a Saturday night. And uh, you'd be standing there just, you know, raising a glass and all of a sudden you'd cop a fist to the uh, to the kidneys, <laughs> and without having to turn around, yes. you knew who it was. That was yeah. Fraser's formal greeting. Yes, um, he was a he was a man's man. He he loved the club. Uh, he still loves still the club. Still does. Yeah. And um, what a player he was, Tone. Oh. Do, do I relate that story also? The grand final week '95. Yeah. When he had. Um, I can't he was in the, the, he was he in the chamber, wasn't he? He was in the chamber. You know, he had an in- injury, and yeah. um, and they put him in there at the Alfred for the better part of the week. Yeah, and I remember the Herald Sun sent me down there to cover the story, and in the, <laughs> in the chamber there was a like a porthole. Yeah, and I remember looking through the porthole. It, it's about the, ten inches of glass. Yeah, it was it? Yeah. looking into the porthole and seeing Fraser's visage through the through the yeah. glass. And he had to be seated next to this fellow and um, he was looking at me and motioning with his fingers <laughs> to his head that this bloke is off his conkers. Oh. And I remember thinking to myself, well, if anyone <laughs> would know, it would be you, Fraser. Exactly. He was a wild man. He but, was, uh, but he, what a player. He, what a player he was and um, premiership player, of course. And, there, is uh, a, there is, of course, another premiership player in the, in uh, wearing that... Uh, Wow. Uh, story jump, storied number, Tony. Well, the great Jeff Southie, yes. the record holder in the Guernsey, Tony. Two hundred sixty-eight games for Carlton. Fabulous player he was. Yeah. Um, interestingly, there's another player that played only two games in it. Yeah. Uh, a fellow named Des Lyons, who was recruited to the club from Leeton, and um, only recently, when I was speaking to um, uh, a, a gentleman who was came that back, Leeton in New South Wales. Yes, yes, wow. from the Riverina, they yeah. got him down. Barrel-chested fellow he was, Des Lyons, and I was speaking recently um, to a former player, Bob Crow, a contemporary, and I asked him, you know, the best player in his time, and he said, well, Nichols was. He said, but there was another fellow, had he had he decided to hang around and not yeah. return homesick to the bush, yeah. would probably have been Carlton's best ever player, and that was Des Lyons. Wow. Um, he, 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 was, he had a great reputation back, up, back in the bush, and I think he talk, took all before him when he went back. I had a conversation with Des about three years ago and he actually lamented the fact that he did go back. Uh, he, he, he still wonders what might have been had he, you know, decided to stay. But yeah. he felt for the for the sake of his family that 
the farm was uh, the priority and yeah, he went it's home. Big, big farming community up there, obviously. And it's a beautiful town, Leighton. Leighton, I've never yeah, been. It is, I, be, yeah. I, I believe he, he was from there or, or Borellan, which was, okay. I think, Yvonne Goolagong country, oh. was it not? I think Borellan was where she was made her hail, birthday, but... her, her birthday this week. Oh, just there, you go. Yeah. there you go. Now, Tone, on to more, well, not the discussions about uh, Jess Southby or, uh, or Fraser Brown are uh, not enjoyable. What is far more enjoyable, I will contend, however, yes. is the dissection of a Carlton victory. A rare thing in season 2018, but this one seemed to me to be of an all uh, altogether different nature than the win over Essendon. Um, I'll just give you the, the score. Gold Coast, uh, 5-14. They were very inaccurate, let's be honest. I put that down to pressure. 44 to Carlton, 12-7. Accuracy pays off in the end, doesn't it, Tone? 79, 35-point win to the Blues at Metricon Stadium. Can I just – I want to mention two things. Number one, the number of Carlton supporters at the ground was absolutely magnificent, including my brother Pete, his partner Jen and his son Dan. Good on them. Love that work. And – I missed a lot of the game. I saw pretty much the second half going to the Grand View, where I bumped into Watto and his lovely wife Christine. Um, they are on their date night, so well, where else do you take the missus but to the Grand View to watch the footy? I'm sure it would have been a romantic candlelit dinner over a pub. Well, well they, they they got to see a win, which was magnificent. Well, that's even better, isn't it? But I, I admire your brother's effort. Yeah, in, uh, making the trek up there. He obviously had it locked away for a little while. And yes, he picked a good one. Yeah, there were some extracurricular activities, but he managed to squeeze in a visit to the footy as he does because he loves the baggers. And what a night, oh, Tone! What a night. Give us your thoughts, please. Look, it was um, it was a phenomenal performance, and it, you know you you spelt out Tone in your introduction, Gold Coast and Accuracy. It is interesting that both teams had 19 shots each, but I'll tell you this, um, Carlton really should have had this game done and dusted at half-time. They had a 1,000 entries into the Ford 50 in the second quarter, just could not hit a target. But but the the signs were promising, and um, look, there's a few little moments in the game, well, there are a lot of really great moments (laughs) in the game that are worth recording, And and I wanted to share them with you, Tony, in chronological order, because I think, you know, uh, they were important to the overall result. But right on half-time, just a little bit before, Jack Silvani uh, put in this deft little scented kick to Lockie O'Brien. Did you see that? That was was a beautifully weighted kick. Beautifully weighted kick that set up that goal. And I think just on half-time, that was important given that the team had been bombarding that yep. forward 50 without result for yep. 20, the best part of 20 minutes. And then right on the stroke of half-time, Harry McKay took off on that run yep. on the far wing and slotted that um, uh, dribble kick yeah. that actually went through. He's beaten by the bell. But those little moments, you know, I mean, you, you looked at that and you, and you, well, I sat there and I said, wow. Yeah. You know, what, what these young players are capable of. And I just think that Carlton would have gone in at half-time with a, a real degree of confidence, was yeah. palpable in the players as they walked off the ground. And and then the floodgates opened. Yeah. You know, it was seventh goal, third quarter, yeah. I think. And, uh, I, again, I made a note that, you know, that running, that great running goal and thread in the third, yeah. Paddy Dow. Yes. There was a big tackle of Polson's on Harbrow, which, I you know, I it really... It really made an impact on me. A little guy that really yeah. put his body on the line was great to see. And, of course, um, 
Jakob Vieter. Oh, that what a great moment. game. The, you that's know, where he did his knee. Oh, on the but hip, how about that you know, running backwards? Running backwards like, into the, the marauding Stephen May. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just thought there were instances in the game where we saw, as the coach pointed out, the future of Carlton yeah. on show. But to be fair, all of them, to a man, were complimented by our experience. And, and, you know, you take your hat off to Murphy, to Ed Kerno, uh, all these players that really, really stood up when we needed it. And I, I think, you know, that was a, a, a terrific uh, collective effort. Um, look, it is 17th versus 18th after all, so yeah. we have to put things in perspective. But, I mean, I thought it was very important for the club that they break through before season's end. Yep. Just, um, you know, the supporters have been craving for a, a victory. You know, they only see it in wins and losses, and I understand that. So to get one on the board, you know, at this stage of the season, I, I think was terribly important because it's been a long time coming. And, and who knows where where this team will, will head from here, you know. Uh, maybe we'll look back as a pivotal moment in time. I don't know. Um, but the signs were... Uh, magnificent that um, that in Carlton there are young players to take this team and this club forward and and uh, not before time either, Tone, I say. Well, let's um, just mention a couple of others. You mentioned Paddy Dow, last kick of the game. He did an interview with our producer, Lucy, after the game. He is a very impressive kid. Very impressive and popular too. Popular yeah, I'm amongst, not surprised. You know, um, popular amongst his players, popular with the wider football community, a, a lovely kid and... Um, Gee whiz, Soss knew what he was doing when he when he called Paddy Dow's name. Oh. I mean, he, he's, he's exciting, oh. you know, and just to see his movements, you know, through heavy traffic and, um, you know, to to actually, uh, uh, you know, compliment Cripps, who's um, had a stellar season, we all know that. Oh, and, and Petrevsky-Seaton. Yes, you know, and, great and game. It has to be said. Yep. Now, and I mentioned last week that uh, Cripps aside, Petrevsky-Seaton is, in fact, the last man standing to have played every game yep. of this season. And again, you know, you you recall that moment in the third, that glorious thread through to Charlie yes. Kerno on the lead. Um, that was just sublime. And and look, there's a lot to like Spe- about well, this team. And and because it's a win that keeps giving. How was Lob's performance? If well, you that was like? another thing. Lob, you know, the, to take center contest and the follow up work was was absolutely superb. And aren't we fortunate, you know, that you know in Cruz's absence and Phillips gone for the season, yeah, that we've got a, a, a ready made ruckman like Lob. To, to fill the breach and yeah it was a, that's a great call Tony he he was impressive in the way he worked for the team it all started the centre bounce and yeah. he really led the way I, I was I was impressed with him look great it's inevitable that we won't um, highlight some players who deserve it Marchbank did a couple of things that were I thought sublime and you just think he uh, like bring on his next season well I, I agreed and and look. Um, the team was named during the week uh, for round 19 and uh, I, I put out a little tweet um, in reference to the spine where you had Vietering, yeah. you had Marchbank, Cripps, Kerno and Harry McKay and, and I made the comment that um, uh, this is the spine for round 19 yeah. and quite probably the next 10 years, I reckon. We hope. And um, it did It did um, generate a lot of interest uh, from hopefully like-minded Carlton people who can see the framework in this team that obviously Silvani and the recruiters will build on, uh, you know, with the draft to come. So um, it's terribly exciting, Tony, uh, to see where these young players are going and, um, and to think that we've got, you know, seven or eight players who we've lost for the season. Yeah. That are also ready to um, to go in the new year. So, 
It well, augurs well for the team and the club. In, in Paddy Dow's interview, um, which you can see on carltonfc.com.au, he did mention how, how tight the group are. Now, this is a team that's only won two games for the entire season. You might expect that they're... There might be blame storming, to coin a phrase, or there, there might be, you know, ructions or that sort of thing, but there's not there. a tight unified unit. You could see that at the end of the game. You could see that when they sung the club songs, the club uh, song in the room. That that bodes well, you have to say. And we have to say, you know, sure, um, they uh, one losing a swallow does not a spring make. <laughs> I worked on that in the shower. (laughs) So let's not get too ahead of ourselves. But um, I'm only taking it one minute at a time, Tony. Not me. Not me. No. Uh, Look, there there was so much to like with the younger players, and you did mention Mark Murphy. Um, Again, those skills were just. Superb. Yeah. You know, when he had the ball, you knew that he was going to he was going to be able to find a target, and there was that pivotal pass to Harry McCoy yes. that was on the lead, which was a, a beauty. Again, it was, yeah, it was a beautiful kick. And, uh, and, and then the feed, the feed off to Jed Lamb, who slotted that one yes. from just on 50. Um, you know, there were some great moments there for, for so many players. Um, and, and your point earlier, a moment ago, about, you know, the fact that despite, you know, the fact where we, we're seemingly anchored to the bottom two wins for the mm. season, how remarkably upbeat the players are. Well, look, I suspect you've got to hand it to the coach, mm. you know, because the coach has, you know, been on record as saying it's through these adverse times that these players come out the stronger for it. And mm. I think the players know where this, where the, where the collective is heading. Yeah. And uh, maybe to us outsiders it wasn't immediately obvious, but uh, I think what we saw on Saturday night of a gl- was a glimpse of where it's actually going. Yeah. And that that is truly exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. There was a lot of exciting talent on display. Can we just uh, – I, I, I do like uh, picking your brain about such things, Tone. We, we, and it's remarkable for the fact that we haven't mentioned the Colossus of Cripps, 37 disposals, 17 contested possessions, 6 marks, 11 tackles, 3 1% as one goal, what you might call a typical day at the office for him. But just um, the, the hit by May on Ed Kerno and uh, did, did you see the – the spittle fly Ooh, from yes, Ed. Yes. Okay, so that gets one week. One Did week. I get that? I'm, yeah, no, I'm not going to editorialise, but I just want to invite you, you to comment. Yeah. And then um, Charlie Curnow yeah. gets one work, one week for something that seemed to me a lot more benign. So if you're Ed Curnow this year, you've seen uh, he gets a week for touching an umpire in the, in the same kind of period where other players have touched the umpire yet receive no sanction. And then he sees... Um, may get one week for that hit and his brother get one week for, as I said, a hit that seemed far more benign to me. What, what did you make of that? You've probably summed it up pretty succinctly, I'd say. You know, I feel a bit for Eddie. He'd be trying to yeah. work out what, what the hell's going on with the game and the, and the, and the laws of the game. Um, and interestingly with the, the Charlie Curno uh, incident with May, I'm pretty sure that Jonathan Brown at the time, the commentator, made the made the call that look, it's a head high, it's a free kick. Yeah. Well, it's, and, yep. and you know, Monday night he was bemused uh, to hear that that Charlie had actually been cited. So look, you would hope that sanity prevails. And, yes. Um, well, and an appeal is underway. Appeal is underway yep. as, as at the time of uh, of uh, recording. 
So, fingers crossed, um, we get to see Charlie Strutty stuff uh, in the big one against GWS this week. I'm into that because uh, he's obviously popular with all the, the players who turned up. Sorry, the supporters who turned up at Metricon. A great effort, you've got to say, by uh, the Carlton Faithful. And uh, they were duly rewarded. Tone, uh, after a, a hiding, it's a terrible, onerous duty to come up with uh, the one, two, three votes. Well, it it's is. It's equally as difficult, I would imagine, after a win like that on Saturday night. Very true, Tony. But look, I gave it my best shot and I went with uh, the skipper. I went Mark Murphy, yep. one vote. I, I, I thought, you know, he, his experience around the packs, you know, his he, use of the ball, his ability to weigh up the situation, his leadership, yeah. I, I thought really uh, contributed immensely to the to the result. All power to Murph. Been a tough year for him also with yeah. injury and whatever, but he's came back as a as a captain should and good luck to him. Two votes, um, player of the future, Paddy Dow. We've oh. spoken about him. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think players like Dow O'Brien – um, Petrovsky seat yeah. are now are now starting to believe. They know that you know, you know we can play this game. You know they they they're, they're making more impact on on games with every quarter and, um, and he, just he love watching him play. I'm 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 getting a lot of value out of the the um, short interview that I saw with him. He mentioned too that the the confidence that he's engendered in the older players. That those younger players like Lockie O'Brien and Dow and SBS and you know, let's say Zach Fisher, if he was playing, have proved to the older group that they do have skills that they yes. can be trusted with the ball in a tight contest. Yes, and um, and that is only a good thing as well. Oh, it's it's so true. You know, I felt for Fisher. You know, would have loved yeah, to have seen Zach yeah. there to experience that victory after what he's done this year, and he's been really one of the positives of 2018, no doubt. Three votes, Tone. Well, um, he re-signed with the club this week. What a week it was for him. And, uh, you know, that was a great call, Patrick Cripps, to recommit to the Carlton Football Club because he knows where we're going, yeah. Tony. And, uh, and I mean, it's it's uh, Patrick Cripps and Daylight, I'm pretty sure, uh, for our medal this year. Um, what, what a year, what a game, what a player. Oh, he... Uh... <laughs> he... Comment is superfluous tone. <laughs> He's just magnificent. Now, um, <clears throat> uh, I, now I'm not sure if you've seen the the uh, Sir Swamp thing. Have you, are you are you across I, I, this? I, I, he, he exists on on the Twitter sphere. Look, you, you please take me through it, tone. Sir Swamp thing. He he, he likes throwing um, um, you know stats off off centre into the mix, doesn't he? And um, yeah, we we, gl- we glean a lot for Sir Swamp thing. In fact, Sir Swamp thing. Probably we need to get in contact with the Swamp Thing because he, we, we like the cut of his jib, don't we, Tone? Well, we do because uh, he's pointed out that the AFL coaches' votes for 2018 have, uh, by a country mile, uh, Patrick Cripps doing uh, extremely well over the likes of Nat Fife, Max Gorn and Tom Mitchell, if you don't mind. Well, look, it's, it's an interesting stat, isn't it? And I, I don't know what what you read into it in terms of Brownlow Medal uh favouritism or otherwise, but, you know, you, look, the coaches are considered, you know, the best judges, aren't they? And, yeah. um, and I mean, that's staggering to see how often Cripps is featured in their in their voting. I look at that, Tony, and, um, you know, I like to think great minds think alike because he's, he's featured quite often in my voting, well, Tony, there, during there the year. But, uh, but, no, look, it is great. Um, how, will it, how will he fare in the Brownlow? Well, look, you know, we've only... Um, you know, featured in two wins for the season, but the numbers don't lie, do they? And, and I mean, he's a 
big guy. He, he yeah. has a presence about him. He's going to be hard not to be noticed. And, and on sheer volume, you would have to think he's, he's going to attract votes. So it'll be very, very interesting to see how he fares um, when um, they count for Charlie in 2018. Um, there's three other points about the game that we have to discuss, and they are, and I'm just going to reel them off and I want to get your thoughts on them. The fact that there were 10 individual goal scorers on Saturday night, that's one. The return of Kieran Byrne, that's number two. And number three, what, and if we can string one or two wins together between now and the end of the season, what message that sends to the league at large about where Carlton are tracking and its ability to attack, uh, sorry, to attract, you know, players that might be interstate, quality players that, that want to come home to Victoria, for example. Three great questions, Tony. I'll answer them in chronological order if I may. Uh, in respect of question one, 10 goal kickers. I was offended there wasn't 11. <laughs> no, it's great, a great sign. Uh, the fact that the workload was shared, yeah. uh, there was no you know, unhealthy reliance on any one player, it says to me that these are players that are working for each other. Yeah. And and that it's starting to collect, that the, the, the collective is starting to really gel together and that's that's exciting. Um, question two... Um, Kieran Byrne Kieran just slots Byrne. right back in, if you don't mind. Well, he hadn't played since the previous encounter with Gold Coast where we were absolutely uh, uh, pants-pulled, if memory serves. Yeah. It was a horrific um, display early in the season. He picked up from where he left off and, and I mean, the capacity give Carlton that run mm. off half-back, you know. He's back in the team. You put Doherty on the other flank and look out. Like, it's... it's um, it's truly exciting, and um, he was actually mentioned by Bolts in the press conference. Yes, was. yes. Well, well. Look, he's an important player for Carlton, and um, I just hope that you know the the body holds up for him yeah. because if he can string a few together, I think he becomes a a very important player in the Carlton um, machine. And in respect of your third question, uh, it's again it's a fair point you you raise. You know, um, we're talking earlier about um, you know. Four games left, whatever it is. What's there left to achieve? Well, there's plenty to achieve yeah. for the players that are playing for their careers, a la Jed Lamb. Um, but for the club um, to send a message to to those players they may be courting, mm. you know, you know, it's palpable that they see. Well, yeah, this is a team on the make. That the 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 team with every game is is making real inroads. You know, and. Um, the general view here, Tone, with the with the the group that we've got, is that when the improvement starts to happen, it, 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 the the improvement will come, um, you know, in dramatic fashion. Yep. That it won't be a steady uh, improvement. It'll 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 there'll be a spike, yep. and, and and that that's we don't know, you know, when exactly that's going to happen. Hopefully sooner rather than later. But I think you know, addressing your point, that if the if it can be displayed that you know in these last few games that the the, the team is really starting to emerge and um, there seems to be this real um, unity of purpose amongst mm. all on sundry at the football club that Carlton suddenly becomes a more attractive destination club that yep. is what we all want and let's face it in in the heyday of the Carlton Football Club. Carlton was a destination club. Everyone was banging down the door to play here. Hasn't happened for a long time, but. You know, uh, there's, there's, there's real daylight now and, and let's hope that um, it goes to script in these last few games because it's a vital period for Carlton, you know, uh, leading into 
the draft, the trade period, and the 2019 season proper. Um, now, just on to some other housekeeping tone. Uh, Paddy Dow's been nominated for Goal of the Year for his solo third quarter goal. Well, what a goal that was. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was, you know, I was sitting at home watching it tone and it was out of the chair stuff. I, I, yeah. I loved that goal, you know. And, we, you know, I, I think what was great, Paddy Dow's got this great capacity to, to weigh up a situation pretty quickly. And he, I think he, he, in taking possession of the ball, he, he looked around him and, and probably figured, well, I can, I can break free here. And uh, I think it was Holman actually that was on his hammer yeah. for memory. And but he thought, yeah, now I've got, I've got uh, you covered. Um, you know, put in the uh, afterburners and then threaded on the run. You know, and it, it was, it, it, I think he showed his real classy because how often do you see a player under the pressure of an opponent on his hammer yeah. spray the kick? Yeah, he he was methodical, and that that was never going to miss. And um, there, there hasn't been too many of them this year. Those kind of you know no, streaming into no, and the, the, kicked with that sort of uh, authority. Well, that's that's right, and we have to remind ourselves that this kid's in his first year of senior footy. Yeah. He's played 14, 15 games probably, and uh, he's already doing that. You know, so um, he he's a special player, and. Uh, you know, I just Melinda Silvani. That it was a great call to yeah. pick Paddy Dare's name, and I'm just wrapped that he's a Carlton. We have a new favourite here at the Two Tones. Now, can we just point out too that it was um, uh, something of a red letter week for the Carlton Football Club? There were three wins, a very convincing one in the VFL, uh, the women's one, and uh, the women's team one, I should say, and um, and the seniors, the AFL team. Three wins, Tony. At who's counting? Oh, you know, thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, who's yeah. next? Who cares? <laughs> I detected a little bit of that old arrogance returning <laughs> as you utter those words. It was uh, it, Sally's been bereft from your your tabra all year, but, um, but it, was, it was yes, it's a great acknowledgement, isn't it? That uh, well, that, that says that you know the, the would suggest that um, the message is getting through. The players are responding. Um, the feeling around the place is good. Um, it's it's quite exciting just to see where where things are going. And, and let's be honest. You know, um, we're supporters. Um, the players aren't oblivious to it. The coaches aren't. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, all we've had all year is each other. Uh, yeah. You know, current supporters have turned to each other, you yeah. know, for, for, for support because we feel like we've been, you know, kicked around the head yeah. um, by those, um, you know, with different agendas outside. So isn't it great just to, you know, the, the importance of that win – for the soul, you yes. know, just just for sustenance, for emotional enrichment. You know, it, it wasn't a great thing, you know, to wake up, you know, on Sunday morning. And, yes. Um, you know, <coughs> it it uh, gives a different complexion to the week, as I'm sure any Carlton supporter will tell you. Very true. Now, Tone, uh, Carlton face GWS, Greater Western Sydney at Etihad Stadium on Sunday at one ten. Wow, what a great challenge that is. Yes. You know, I mean, GWS, a team that seems to be emerging, having experienced a pretty difficult year, mm. but maybe, you know, they say timing's everything. You know, it may well be that um, the, the GWS players are getting their act together when it matters most. So yeah. it's going to be an awesome an awesome challenge for, for Mark Murphy and his players when they take to the field this week. But that's all right. It's great to... To confront these challenges, you know, and um, I'm sure our players will go in with a real confidence to um, back up the performance at Metricon Stadium on Saturday night. And uh, 
yeah, looking forward to to seeing um, the players in action. We, let's just hope Charlie Kernow could make the yes, cut. Indeed. We need him out there. And we know that Bolts are certainly not going to let uh, Saturday night's victory get to the players' head. It was mentioned many times that the training over the week was especially not hard, but just smart. It's smart, and, and I think... Tra- training was quite crisp. Um, the you know there was an opportunity to get away, which I think was a good thing. Heading yep. up to the coast, and uh, the players I think stayed over for a day to unwind, and um, that was a good thing. You know, just get out of the bubble. Um, so yeah, I, I, I have every reason to suspect that um, they return with a truly positive mindset and 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 look forward uh, with great anticipation to uh, the Giants. Well, uh, we need to get on down there, support the club, especially uh, after that great win. Um, we're hoping there'll be a lot of Carlton faithful there on Sunday at one ten. I, I might mention too, Tone C, as we're on the case with GWS, that Jed Lamb, former GWS oh, yes. player, uh, had, a, had an opportunity to speak to him a um, day or so ago um, about where he's at. He's out of contract at the end of the year. So um, people that may think, you know, the last few games are dead rubbers, don't mm. uh, be fooled because yeah. players like Jed Lamb are fighting for their football lives. And I had a great opportunity to talk to him about uh, about the state of play, uh, his hopes and aspirations for the future, what he's trying to achieve in this last month, you know. Um, and um, and uh, I had a really good discussion with him about his early life on the farm. He was a Gippsland boy. He mm. grew up in Poowong. Um, had some terrific stories to tell about, about his his early years, and um, he even finished off with the football joke, Tony, which I won't, I won't divulge now. Suffice to say, I've never heard a football-related joke. I don't know about you, and you're, you're a, um, a man not averse to the odd yeah. um, jape and, yeah. and luck, but I cannot recall ever hearing a football gag. Um, and where do we see this, Tony? It'll be on the Carlton website probably Thursday. Right. Uh, so look out for that one. And um, uh, Jed Lamb, yeah, he was, he was terrific to talk to. We had a great conversation and um, I think uh, readers will glean a lot from, from that interview. All right. Well, uh, again, we hope he's part of the uh, emerging Carlton renaissance, which is uh, which we saw. Well, and that's the arrogance in your voice that I would be waiting for for three months. Well... We saw uh, just some very heartwarming signs of it on Saturday night. So uh, in that vein, we're going to sign off. Tone, thank you for that. Uh, What we're going to do, when we remember, is a song that might sum up our mood here at uh, Carlton, certainly on the two tones. You ready for this one? I'm ready for it, Tony. How about I Can See Clearly Now? Oh, they played that. At my dear old mum's funeral. No. When they when we carry her out, so that means a lot to me. That's no. Okay. So thank you. Uh, this is the two tones. Tony DeBolfo, Tony Moclair. Thank you to our producer Lucy, who put in the hard hours. Finished at one thirty in the morning on Sunday after uh, uh, her duties for Carlton Media were over, and uh, then on the early flight home. She well played, Lucy. Three exactly. votes. Yes, three votes indeed. So thank you, Lucy. We'll catch you next week here on the two tones.